Derek Samarek, the box officer. Happy Friday. How are you? I'm doing great. And can you believe it's almost the end of February? Two uh. months already gone. In. And 2022. So <laughs> two months gone. <laughs> 22, 2, 2. We had experienced that earlier this, this week, though. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm super psyched. You got a score for us on the Box Officer podcast. We're going to interview Mary Lou Henner, who is doing a special appearance at Arinda on your birthday, Sunday, March 6th. <laughs> so make sure you tune yeah. into the podcast podcast to hear our interview with Mary Lou, but now, what movie are you going to review for us? We're going to talk about Cyrano. It's so funny, when I first saw this movie, I was like, okay, good, another period piece by director Joe Wright, who brought us a lot of great um, period pieces like Pride and Prejudice, The Darkest Hour. Mm. I was like, going, okay, this is going to be cool. And, you know, Cyrano is obviously Cyrano the Bergerac and uh, starring Peter Dinklage. So it's like, wow, what a casting. going to be fantastic. Going into the movie, I didn't realize that it was a musical. Oh, my God, no way it is. Yes, it's a musical, and actually, I found it extremely entertaining. Uh, I thought it was good. An interperiod, you know, because you know, Mel, I'm not a very m- musical uh, yeah. person. You know, I loved West Side Story. This has also been in, was in my top ten for the year. I, and it's like, oh my god, I'm starting to like musicals. What's going on here? This is a great year for film. I mean, seriously. I mean, this is a strong year for film. So this movie is about Cyrano, who he's self-conscious and he doesn't want to know that Roxanne is the one that he really loves, who's played by Haley Bennett, who does a fantastic job. Peter is great in this film. I'm surprised he didn't get an, uh, an Oscar nod mm. for this role because it's fantastic. But he helped his friend Christian write love letters to Roxanne, but he's really writing them in his voice what he really wants for her. Mm. So this is a really charming film, heartbreaking at times, wonderful. The musical numbers were, were good. I don't think they were fantastic, but what it was is the costume designs. You know, I've talked about this before, how a director and a cinematographer can make a picture, you know, make the photography and the costumes part of a character. This is exactly what it did in this film. It's rated PG-13. It runs just over two hours. It's just the right length. And it's just a movie where you are going to be laughing. There's a lot of comedy in it. You get entertainment from the, the dancing scenes and the musical numbers, but then it's a little heartbreaking, you know, because Aww. poor Cyrano is just not, you know, not confident enough in himself and who he is. But the letters that he writes is fantastic. I'm surprised that they didn't release it on Valentine's Day. Yeah, you know, what's up a, with a, that? A couple weeks before. I don't know. This was a movie that they kept postponing. I saw it way back in um, October. So it's been a long, a long time when I first saw this film. And and, you know, it was up for, you know, trying to get in all the awards, the Producers Guild, Screen Actors Guild, and all those screeners that were sent out. And I was like, going, this is going to be one that's going to do well. And now it was released in enough theaters in New York, L.A., Chicago to qualify for the Oscars. But I think they should have done more of a push and yeah. got it into theaters earlier because it only received one Oscar nomination. And that was for um, Achievement in Costume Design, which is very well deserved. I think this one in Nightmare Alley is probably my two that I think are going to, you know, be head-to-head. This is a movie you should really see on a big screen because they really open it up. Now, this was, you know, a play, a Broadway play, so it's got that production value already built in, Mm. and it's just, but when you open it up to the the cameras and you can have the people outside and the shots of the cinematography are fantastic. I give it three and a quarter slates out of five, and it's a feel-good film, but yet it's a romance that you don't, you want it to turn out a different way, so. And I'm really, (laughs) really glad that we're actually finding 
finally getting a modern day telling of the classic Cyrano de Bergerac story. Right. And you may know this story a little bit if you saw the film Roxanne starring Steve Martin. It basically was a ripoff of Cyrano's life right. and they tried to make it a current piece. Now it's an now it's an eighties movie. Right. <laughs> but back yeah. then they tried to make Steve Martin with a big long nose and he's the one who seduces Roxanne because he's the one who's actually in love with her. So if it sounds a little bit familiar, that's why. It's going right. to be cool to see Peter Dinklage because I just love him. He's so talented. Yeah, no, fantastic actor. I mean, you know, in my book, he's in several of the movies that, you know, he's been in early on in his career. And I just think he's, he's a wonderful actor. I mean, he just, mm-hmm. he's just, you know, he's top notch. And, you know, Mel, I, I hate to disappoint you, but the 80s is a period piece now. So, you know, <laughs> I know, dating, damn dating it. yourself there. Dating yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I know, as I'm saying it, I'm like, uh, he yeah, Mel, uh, you're 50 this year, so. <laughs> well, I'm past you. I'm past you. So we got Mary Lou Henner coming on the podcast, star of Taxi, Evening Shade, original cast of Grease, a fantastic woman. So why don't we jump over there, people? Okay, yeah, we do not keep Mary Lou Henner waiting, okay? <laughs> Hi, Mary Lou. How are you? Hi. I'm good. So it, good. It is I'm so a- nice to speak with you. Derek oh, Zemrak is also here on the phone. Hello, okay. Mary Lou. How are you? I'm good. I'm very good. good. I can't wait to come I, to come to Orinda. I'm so excited. It's going to be so much oh, fun. That's great. Well, that's a great place yeah. to start. Tell us all about the event at the Orinda, Mary Lou. Oh, well, it's at 5 o'clock next Sunday on March the 6th. And um, I'm going to be doing my show that I've been doing all over the country. I did it for three weeks at Bucks County. I've done it in, in different places. But I'm doing a special version of it just for Orinda because it's a theater and those mm. are my roots. And I get to talk about so many different parts of my life and sing songs about it and tell stories. So I'm excited to dance a little, of course. So it's going to be great. And the, the, I've yeah, heard the audiences are unbelievable there. Yeah, and it's a very intimate setting, so it's, it's a very fantastic um, place to play. And um, you mentioned about theater as your roots. You were in the original cast of Greek. Can you talk a little bit about that? I know. Oh, well, I tell a whole story about it. It's so crazy because <laughs> I grew up in a dancing school. My family had a dancing school. I would say it was 200 students between the ages of 2 and 80, including the nuns. <laughs> from the Catholic school next door who came over for stretch classes. But I did a lot of community theater in Chicago. And when I was 15, I met this guy who was like, who like, you know, became one of my closest friends. He was 10 years older and, you know, nothing happened between us. People always say, oh, you have you have to tell them that he wasn't your boyfriend. And I said, no, 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 we were friends. And two years later, he called me. He said, I've written a show. I, I never get off the ground. We're going to perform it in a converted trolley barn. And it's called Grease. <laughs> and so I was in that original company. And when the show went to Broadway, you know, before, when the show was going to go to New York, they asked some of us to come and audition. And I thought, no, it's not going to be a hit. So I went to college. I know. How crazy is that? I went to college, and Greece went to Broadway. So. But I did get to do the national company, so that was a lot of fun with a great cast. So, yeah. So I get to tell stories about that. And Taxi and, and my three husbands and all that. <laughs> three husbands. Yes, yeah, tell us no, more I'm about that. I'm on my third and final. <laughs> they each get a number. Well, that's good. So, you know, yeah. I've always said I only had one kid because I said one per wife, and I'm still the same wife. So it's like, <laughs> oh, I see, I see. That's so funny. <laughs> <Just one> <laughs> so in, in Paxi, obviously, you worked with Jeff Conway. Was, was he in the original oh. cast with you also? He, he was in the original um, First National Company. He didn't do the Chicago okay. version. He was in the First National okay. Company. 
company. And so, um, yeah, that was a great test because it was Jerry Zach, who's, you know, directing Music Man on Broadway, and Judy Kay, who's won a million Tonys, and Johnny Travolta playing Duty in our company. And we were rehearsing oh, Richard Gere, wow. who was going off to the London company. So that was in the first national. Wow, yeah. wow. that is so cool. Yeah. So do you consider yourself to be good friends with, like, any of your co-hosts, your old former co-hosts? Are you still buddy-buddy with any of them? Are you talking about the taxi guys? Or do you mean the <laughs> I'm guys? talking about anybody. You have had such oh, a stellar everybody. career. Oh. I mean, you, you are fantastic. I I'm a little thank bit starstruck you. here. Oh, thank you so much. No, you want to hear something crazy? Yes. We just did our 14th taxi Zoom last Sunday. <laughs> last Sunday, we, we were all on. We've done 14 since the pandemic started. So it's kept us all super current with one another. <laughs> and they're, they come to see my show. I don't think anybody's coming to Orinda. They mostly come to the one when I do it in New York. Sure. But it's fantastic. We're super close, all of us. And, you know, and all the guys from Greece, too. <laughs> Greece just celebrated its, like, big anniversary. So we're going to do a big party and everything in June. Oh, that's so oh, great. The taxi cast, I mean, it just seemed like a great ensemble that people... Oh, Oh my gosh! Really portrayed on the screen that you guys were all friends. I mean, it was just wonderful. And we still are. That's the great part. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Fantastic. And what's so cool about that too is the world now where you can stream. I'm obsessed yes. with watching older shows that I never got to watch. Uh, sure. But now it's like I kind of want to give myself a self-declared PhD in TV and film because now you oh. can go back and watch all of those sitcoms and watch the groundbreaking stuff that was done at the time and really see how the old sitcoms got us to where we are currently and I just love that. Oh, it's fantastic. No, it's great. And they really hold up. I mean, Taxi in its time was so unusual because it was on film. It was kind of gritty looking. It was a little darker. You know, we weren't like wearing fancy outfits. <laughs> it had that Bob James score. So yes, it has its opening thing. So it was really something. Now tell us a little bit about what the people that are attending this show and Rinda on March 6th at 5 o'clock. And it is my birthday, so thank you so much. <laughs> Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, they're going to uh, expect sort of show business stories, kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. They're going to sort of get a musical journey of my life. And because I have this unusual memory, I'm going to put a bowl in the lobby, and people can put a date in. And at some point, I'm going to pull a, a couple dates out, tell them what day of the week it was, what I was doing on that day, and what song was popular at the time. Oh, my God, so I love it. Wild. I was hoping your magnificent memory would be worked into the show somehow, because that oh, just yeah, is fascinating. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. And how fun. did you get diagnosed with that? I mean, how does that come about? Well, Leslie Stahl is a good, good friend of mine. So when she was offered a story about a woman who had an unusual memory, she said to them, you know, it's not that unusual. I have a friend who has the same memory. And then it turned out that, yeah, it is unusual. So three years after she was offered that first story, we ended up having just the six of us who had it at the time. Now, it's, I guess the number keeps changing. The last number I heard was 67 hmm. all over the world because they've been diagnosing people. But... Here's the thing. They wired us, put us through an MRI, took 300 measurements of our brain, and found nine areas 10 times larger than the normal brain. Whoa. I Whoa. know. It's crazy. That's so cool. But I've had it my whole life. I had it since I was a tiny little girl. You know, people would say to my parents, what's with that kid in her memory? So I was called Miss Memory, Memory Girl, Univac, you know, the old computer. <laughs> oh, I hope you guys are going to come to the show. I'm so excited about doing it. Right. It's going to be fun. For sure. I'll definitely be there. The thing is, like, with the memory, is it specifically dates 
or is it time frames, or what? It's what everything. is it? I mean, or it's everything. It's like everything. three dimensional. It's experiential. Yeah. Holy cow! That is so cool. I want to be in your brain wow. for like a second okay. just to see what it's like. Is it ever overwhelming? Only for my husband, which be. is why I'm on my third. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, well, relationships must be tough because you can't, you don't forget anything. <laughs> Yeah, I know. My kids are always saying, oh, it's so irritating. We can't get away with anything. But it's so great to say, Mom, what was the day I first walked? What was the day I first said this word? Well, you know, what happened when I was five and stuff like that? Wow. That yeah, is so great. great. I love it. It sounds like it's going to be a fantastic show at the Arenda Theater Oh, it's March so much 6th, fun. Uh, it's it's gotten great reviews, and people seem to love it, and I'm so excited about coming to Arenda, so thank you for this opportunity <laughs> to, to tell people about it. And, and I know you worked with Dom DeLuise, and the piano that Michael Orland will be playing was Dom DeLuise, <laughs> and he gave it to me at the theater. So uh, <laughs> oh, wow. that's a, that'll be another connection for you there. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dom DeLuise in the 170. 17 degree weather playing a nun yeah, in, uh, <laughs> in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> I mean, Dom was one of the funniest people I have ever met in my entire life. I mean, oh, guy. so funny. Nonstop. Yeah. Nonstop. <laughs> Inspiration. Always on. Yeah. That is and so you great. Like you have a lot of energy, too, so it's going to be a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> For so sure. the Arenda Theater, March 6th, Sunday, 5 p.m., and see a new television, Broadway, Icon, everything else, and a memory, too. So you got more. Yes. It's a lot. Excellent. Well, Mary Lou, we can't wait to see you at the Arinda. Go to arindamovies.com to get your tickets. And thanks so much for being on the podcast. Come and see me after the show. I want to meet you guys. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. Please, please, please. Okay, everybody can. (laughs) Very friendly. Thank you, Mary Lou. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Look forward to it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Oh, my God. How great is she? Yeah. Lots of energy. <laughs> I know. I felt like I very rarely find someone that matches my energy level. I went, oh, I was like sitting there going, oh, my God, I should have had a chai tea before this one. Because <laughs> I like, you guys are like, whoa. <laughs> well, thank you so much I for know. bringing Mary Lou onto the podcast. Sunday, March 6th at the Arenda starts at 5 p.m. Tickets at arendamovies.com. She's going to remember if you're not there, by the way. <laughs> I know, damn it. <laughs> She's going to be like, no, McKay said she won't. Where is she? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a Sunday freaking night. That means I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock. I mean, it's done by six. <laughs> you know my bedtime's you six. I can get you in. You're sweet. <laughs>